Welcome to the Soul First Podcast with your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and conduit for spirit. My mission is to help you see and experience your life from a soul first perspective, where you lead with your heart, your soul, and your divine gifts. We are here in this lifetime, living a beautifully human experience. And even with its challenges and lessons, our lives are nothing less than extraordinary. Let's change our worlds together, bringing darkness to light, healing to the world, and love into the hearts of many. So take a breath, open your heart, and let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul First podcast. As always, it is such an honor to be tuning in with you here today. So first off, today's podcast is brought to you by Of Earth and Fire Women's Festival. It is a women's festival that is being hosted here in Manitoba by myself and my dear friend, Stephanie Rempel, who has been on the podcast before. And Our vision for this festival is for women to come and be held and be nourished. So it is a very like retreat style vibe festival. It is from the 15th until the 17th of September, 2023, and tickets are on sale now. And we have amazing payment plans so that no matter what stage of life you are in, this is something that can be very attainable for you to come to. And we would love to have you. So it's in September and we, like I said, we really want you to be held and nourished. So you get to come and there's cabins and, um, uh, lodging available in the, in the main lodge. So you're not having to tent, you're not having to plan food. Everything is provided for you. You just get to come show up, learn, heal, connect in sisterhood, and really be held. This is a weekend that is going to be incredibly both informational healing, and then also just nourishing and to connect with women in this way is so important and so needed and preserving women's spaces is something that especially in this day and age is needed women connect with women in such a sacred way and until you have been in circle with women and really been witnessed by other women held by other women in the sacred sisterhood i mean it's it's an experience that is like no other and we're craving it. And this is coming from someone who used to never have female friends. I was always one of the dudes and very much in my masculine, but that was a mask. And don't get me wrong. I have a very strong masculine side, but it was very much a mask that I donned to be accepted into society. And the women that came into my life were very much in their um, masculine mask and, and and wounded masculine mask, just as I was, where we were competing against each other. There was no space for one another. But when we come together in sacred sisterhood, we get to heal those wounds. We get to form deep friendships and relationships and be held by women in the sacred old ways that has been lost to us for so long. So I invite you to come to Of Earth and Fire Women's Festival 
15 to 17 September, 2023. I would be so honored to see you there, to hug you, to get to know you, um, and just really spend time with you and watch you just bloom and witness all of the amazing things that will come with this. Um, the website for the festival is www.ofearthandfirewomensfestival.com. Links will be in the show notes below. Don't miss out. It's such an amazing opportunity that it's going to happen. And this is the first year that we're going to have it. And we know that it's going to be something that's around for years to come. Um, yeah. And if there's any questions, just reach out to us on Instagram or through our email. All of that is available through our website, but our Instagram is of earth and fire women's fest uh, with periods in between each of the words. Again, links will be in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> so now today's episode, you know, there has been, um, something on my heart for a while and it, it's really about the integrity of leaders. And there's a whole kind of mess of things that come into this, but as a coach, as a healer, integrity is, and this is also part of my soul blueprint, but integrity is something that is so, mm, it's like such a big point for me because when you are in the position of leader, mentor, guide, coach, healer, whatever it is that you are doing, you are holding someone's life and energy in your hands, in your heart, and you have a responsibility to that person. And you also, have, not only do you have a responsibility to that person, but you have a responsibility to not bring your shit to them. And I am seeing this way too often with people that are coaches and leaders or healers or, you know, maybe readers where they are bringing forth things that are clouded by their own wounds. Now you are never going to be perfect. And I am not by any means preaching perfection. I can tell you that I have made mistakes in the past. However, I continuously learn from them. And you know, the mistakes might not be obvious to somebody that I'm working with, but maybe a little like sliver of judgment, you know, peeked in and I could have looked at something in a different way, or I could have taught in a different way, or there's little adjustments that I could make, but I'm already very aware of what I'm bringing to my clients. And then it's just about the you know, the process of tweaking things so that I am even better. I am even more in my heart, in my highest alignment and, and bringing forth the wisdom of my soul self so that my, my human ego is not stepping in. But like I said, I have seen way too many leaders, coaches, healers, etc., be in this lack of integrity because they're so deeply rooted in their ego of how I am the best and I know best. And, and if you say anything to suggest that I am not, you are wrong. Um, and it's, oh, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. So this episode, I really want to dive into this because whether you are a business owner or not. So this is going to apply to every single person because in some way, at some point in time, we are holding the energy of another person. 
And we therefore have a responsibility. There is not any time in, in life where even somebody who's not typically a leader is going to like not lead at some point. Every follower will be in this position of leader, of guide, of mentor in some way. Maybe it's to a niece or a nephew. Maybe it's to a neighborhood kid. Maybe it's to a best friend. Maybe it is to a straight, like a complete stranger for five minutes, but you are still going to be in that place, that energy of holding someone else. So you need to learn this lesson. And then this lesson is also incredibly important for anybody who is in a more traditional leadership role of coach, healer, mentor, reader, um, anything like that. So let me just take a sip of coffee here. (laughs) I'm very passionate. All right. So when it comes to, you know, when it comes to leading, when it comes to being in integrity, you really need to be practicing self-awareness. So the healing journey, the self-awareness journey, learning to know and recognize your thoughts, your patterns, your belief systems, and your behaviors and actions as a result of them. This is something that absolutely every human should be doing. Will every human do it? No. And we can't force them to because that is part of not only the human journey, but the the soul journey itself. We all have different lessons to learn, but should we all in some way or another, doesn't matter specifically what that looks like or the avenues you take to do it, should we all be doing this work? Absolutely. We need awareness because if we don't have awareness, we have oblivion. Now, again, when we come into awareness, this is not to beat ourselves up. You know, I could sit here and look back at every mistake I made throughout my life because I now have awareness of where I maybe did wrong or I could have done better or, or, and it wasn't even necessarily that I was, I was wrong at the time, but maybe I wasn't quite in my highest alignment where had I shifted, I could have served someone better. I could have been even more in integrity, even more in alignment with my soul. Now I could sit in that level of awareness where I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, I didn't do as good as I could have. Or maybe you're looking at your kids and saying like, oh, these are all the mistakes I've made. I can't believe I messed up so bad. I don't want you to stay there. That is the shadow side of awareness where instead of taking those lessons, we dwell in everything we did wrong. So I want you to be able to build this awareness, but then objectively look at yourself and say, okay, These are the places where with the knowledge that I had, I did the best I could, but now with different knowledge, I can do better. So how do I take these lessons and move them forward? I do not want you staying in that energy of I'm not enough. I did bad. I made mistakes because that's just going to keep you in a spiral that is not going to support you or anybody else that you are coming into contact with in your life. You have to take those lessons and move them forward. So the true heart of awareness is being able to look at yourself, understand where things are coming from, understand when a pattern is coming up, when a belief system is coming up, where you can make those shifts, and then taking them and actually making the shifts. And that is the difference between someone who is 
really able to grow and someone who's going to kind of collect information and stay stuck. So you want to be willing and open to that growth, but that means you do have to take the lessons with you and then implement the changes. Now, none of this ever comes with perfection. And this is a beautiful lifelong journey. It doesn't have to feel hard. It doesn't have to feel heavy. It doesn't have to feel challenging, though it can at times. We're going to have hard days. We're going to have challenges, but it doesn't mean that we have to be taken out by them. And something that came up for me recently, and it's so interesting, um, is I had this eons old belief. So not just from this lifetime, that healing had to be akin to the hero's journey. And, And if you're unfamiliar with the hero's journey, it's very much full of challenge and really tough lessons. And it's not easeful. Like it really drags you into the depths of yourself. And with me having this eons old belief, I let that pattern play out in ways, but truly it ends up being a misconception. I had to go through that and I had to learn about it, but I can also bring ease into healing And I don't have to continue manifesting things to heal from, but rather I will always have things to grow through. So it's, it's a little perspective shift, but you could see even from that, I've changed it from something that needs to be so challenging and arduous and, and full of bravery and courage and grandeur and also struggle and this overcoming, like that's a very... That's a very challenging energy just in itself where now I can look at it because I have the awareness of it. So I'm not getting stuck in it being like, oh, of course it's the hero's journey and it's terrible, awful, no good, very bad days. Um, So I don't have to stay in that pattern. I can understand it. I can understand how it's playing out in the different areas of my life in this lifetime, how it even played out in past lifetimes. Um, though I don't need, I don't even need to go that far into it. Um, but I can understand these things and then take it and shift my perception. So I can shift it to, you know, healing, having lightness and ease to it, having excitement and opportunity and growth and humor to it. It doesn't have to be what we believe it must be. So awareness is, is so key in that. Now, our perception of things is so important. It's so important because how we perceive things is usually through a lens of the experiences that have happened to us. So if you have had, you know, if you've gone on a bunch of terrible dates and you don't ever have luck with men, you likely have a belief that, no, you're never going to have luck with men. Dating is hard, but what if you flip the script? What if you could look at it in a different way? How different would that feel? So it's, it's about being aware of your thoughts, of your beliefs, of your patterns so that again, you can shift them. Now where integrity comes into this is when you are so rooted in your ego that you refuse to see the truth of things. And as uncomfortable as it might be, there are absolutely divine truths. 
period. There are divine, irrefutable truths. And we can fight against them all we want. It's going to cause, you know, struggle and it's going to cause dissonance and it's going to cause like just this, this off feeling because we're fighting against it. And we're always going to be feeling like we're in this energy of fighting we, when we don't need to be. But some people are so rooted in their ego that they refuse to see anything outside of that. Now, how I am seeing this show up in coaching spaces, mentor spaces, healing spaces, reading spaces, is when people bring their perceptions and their ego experiences and egoic beliefs into what they are doing. So for example, from a reading perspective, you need to be in the absolute highest integrity and highest alignment to share readings. I cannot tell you how many stories I have heard of readers sharing information that is harmful and it's not that they intended it to be harmful but they weren't discerning enough to know that that's not necessarily truth so for example with readings i've had people say to to clients where um I don't see any children in your future. You will never have children. Um, you're going to be alone for this lifetime. Um, things like that. Or, you know, somebody's going to die or you're going to lose your job or just like heavier negative things. The, the problem with that, you may very well be sensing something along those lines. And remember that Anything that comes through us, even though we are trying to essentially put our ego in the trunk and let our soul be the one driving the bus, our ego is still going to be there a little bit. We're never going to get rid of it. We're never going to fully take our perception or our lens out of things. Um, that would require an extreme level of transcendence and even our souls have egos, even when we're fully in spirit, though we can shed things a little bit easier when we're in spirit. We're never going to get rid of that part of ourselves. And, and we're not supposed to, but we also don't have to let it lead. So with someone sharing information, like you'll never have children, or you're going to lose your job, or you have cancer, or, or things like that, they may sense something in, in you that is a vibration of that. And they are pulling that through and putting it through their own lens of perception. Now, the problem with that is that it may not be true. There may be a vibration of it where it could potentially happen, but it it's not guaranteed. So for you to put something into stone that is not guaranteed, that person might take that on and then through a self-fulfilling prophecy, put that into creation because they don't understand that there's other alternatives, that it's not set in stone. So you really have to have a lot of integrity in this because 
you can change the course of someone's life if they are open to believing that. And can you imagine receiving something like that yourself and feeling so much disheartenment, pain, grief around something like that and like feeling like it's out of your control when really it might be a a potential vibration along one of the timelines that's playing out but it doesn't mean that you're actually walking it. It could be that you need to make one little tweak and your job will be safe. Or maybe there's one little belief that needs to be shifted or you just opening your heart and you'll receive your spirit, babe. You know, there's so many things that can happen. So you always want to do things in the highest integrity. Now there is very few instances where something that could potentially be viewed as negative is safe to come through. And that is only if you are working with the Akashic records and you are actually working with the Akashic records and it is being brought through word for word and it is an indirect answer to a direct question. There's no interpretation with that. If you have not worked with the Akashic records, it is not something to be played with. You know, you can play with your intuition. You can play with, with spirit. You can play with so many things. The Akashic records is not to be played with. It is to be held And even, I mean, everything should be held in this way, but it is to be held with the utmost reverence and sacredness for what it is and the information coming through. So there should be nothing of you coming through. It's always in the absolute highest alignment, highest love. And the person that receives that will not feel off put by it. They're not going to feel devastated by it, devastated by it because it is in love from their soul, from their own records. So it is a very different, very sacred energy when something like that does come through, but it's always shared in a way that the person receiving that message from their Akashics will be able to fully receive it with an open heart. So any other time, and, and if, again, if you don't know how to work with the Akashics, don't, don't play with it. Find someone who can properly teach you that in the highest integrity. Um, My Akashic mentor, Laura Haslin, I can put her links in the show notes below, is an absolute amazing mentor in that realm. And I would highly recommend if you are called to the Akashics to work with her, Um, because I can guarantee you she is in the Akashics. Not everyone is. Um, So anyway... (laughs) Now that we went on a little bit of a a little bit of a tangent, um, you know, with you you need to be in integrity, and you know, even though it's not working with the Akashics, you want to have 
reverence for what you are doing. You want to have reverence for the person that you are holding. So I have seen, I have seen so much. I have seen coaches trash their clients, trash their past clients, trash people they have mentored because they are so deeply rooted in their ego that anything that is not coming from them directly is an affront to apparently their work. So you want to be very, you want to take responsibility for your actions, your thoughts, your beliefs. And where you want to come from is from compassion, from acceptance, from loving detachment, and from reverence. You know, there are times where I have seen my own clients maybe go down a path that I feel is maybe not best for them. And depending on the nature of our relationship or what we're in, and also what spirit shares with me, I may or may not say something. What I will never do is tell them how stupid they are, how they owe me everything for all of their growth, how I'm the only reason for their growth. Um, and I would never, I also don't ever think these things, but there are coaches that do. And to look at someone, especially someone that you are working with, have worked with, and to shame them for doing something different, to shame them for even working with someone else is unconscionable. And even this energy of call-out culture, you will likely never hear me call someone out. If I ever do, it would be very spirit-led, and I will be putting a lot of thought into it, and it would be very would be very heart-led. But really, hollow culture, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't serve people in their highest alignment. It has a place in the lower realms of ego, but it doesn't serve people in their highest alignment because you are essentially taking all of your shit and blasting it onto other people. What I would recommend for you instead is to share your work, your heart beliefs, your soul beliefs in a way that is compassionate, truthful, loving, 
that does not seek to change or manipulate, that seeks to spread light. So, you know, these, these coaches that I see that are being manipulative, vile, hateful, judgmental, that are practicing Kalo culture, um, that are rooted in their ego. I could, potentially, I could call them out. But that is likely not going to do anything other than fan flames that I don't want to deal with. And it's not the most effective use of my light, my heart, my skills. Where I am most effective and where you would be most effective is to share your soul teachings, whatever that is. So for me, this podcast is one where I can shine light on the things that you do want to avoid. That's an undeniable truth. I can shine light on those things, but rather than bashing people who do this, and and there is a difference, if I was calling people that, you know, if I was calling people that were not in integrity in the way that I view integrity, um, if I was calling them stupid and selfish and assholes and, um, I don't know, butt face wombats and things like that, it, it, that would be very like a call out. It would be aggressive. It would not be of my soul. It would not be of my highest alignment. And it would not me be, it would not, it would not be, it would not be me being the best mentor and guide that I can be. However, I can still shine light on the fact that this is not in the highest alignment. Sitting in your wounds, sitting in your ego, being judgmental like that, being hateful like that, manipulative like that is not good. It's not okay. And you are doing a great disservice to the people that you are supposed to be helping. You are doing a great disservice to the world. So there is a very big difference between name calling and judgment and aggression and just shining light on what is. Now, where you will be most effective is you can shine light on what is going on. And you don't have to name, you don't have to use names. You don't have to, you know, call out specific people. Those people, if they're kind of in your sphere, they're going to figure it out at some point that you might be talking about them. And, and maybe not. Maybe some people might think you're talking about them and you've never even met them in your life. But it's going to spark something in them that maybe they're going to address, maybe not. Maybe they're just going to get triggered. What somebody does with the spark that your light provides is not on you. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Spirit just dropped that wisdom in. What someone does with the spark that your light provides is not on you. Your job is to shine your light and to let the people that need to receive it in whatever way they receive it, receive it. 
you just put your light out. You act in your highest integrity. If you want to teach on integrity, you show people what it is to be an integrity. And you explain what is not to be an integrity. You don't need to bash. You don't need to shame. You don't need to judge. You can say, this is what is. And this is what is. You can choose your path. But over here is the path of highest alignment. And then what people do with that is on them. But it, this takes a lot of self-responsibility. So much self-responsibility and awareness. And if we are not willing to look at ourselves, if we are not willing to build our skill of awareness, we are going to keep perpetuating the same cycle. And, you know, I'm, I'm seeing it now where, and there, there are a couple of specific coaches that I have in mind as I am, I'm speaking about this, where their ego will have a detrimental, and, and not just will, is already having a detrimental effect on their business, on the people they help, and on how people view them. Now, there are still, no matter what, there's still going to be people that likely work with them because objectively, they have a lot to offer. And they are, in, in fact, very skilled. Where it falls out of integrity in the way that I view it is that rather than utilizing their skills in their highest alignment, in that state of reverence and sacredness and love and compassion and sharing their light with the world, they are sharing things from a judgmental, hateful, and egotistical view. And it's not all the time. They have moments where their light does shine through and it will be primarily their light that attracts people. And then some will be attracted to their ego because these, these people that are attracted to their ego are also deeply rooted in their ego. And they need, to, they need to find an ego match in order to feel seen and accepted because they're not ready to move out of that yet. But eventually they will. Now where you are doing a disservice to the people that you help, the people in your life, when you are in ego, is that you are not utilizing your tools, your gifts, your skills to share your light in the highest way. Because you're sharing your ego, you are in some ways withholding growth from others. And you're not actually lifting them up. Now, no matter what, there will be some soul evolution, even with people who are deeply rooted in ego. But can you imagine how much faster and easier things would be if we all focused more on our light and less on our ego? If we let go of judgment, if we let go of hatred, if we let go of, of 
anger and shaming people and and forcing them to be how I am. And you know, even even in teaching this, you know, I'm I'm saying these things and I I do wholeheartedly soulfully believe that you do need to be in integrity in order to be in your highest alignment. That is part of divine truth. And that has, that is irrefutable, but I can't force people to change. All that I'm doing right now is I'm sharing my light and I'm planting beautiful seeds. And some of you are going to listen to this and be like, yes, okay. This is a seed that I want to receive and and plant and nurture and grow. And others of you might be listening to this and you might be like, Anastasia, you don't know what you're talking about. And so maybe that seed will just kind of stick to you and you won't nurture it. And, and maybe years down the line, you'll plant it. And maybe this seed is just not meant for you. And you you just, you're not ready for this lesson. So that seed just falls off. Again, what you do with it is your choice. But there are irrefutable truths. And if you are coming from your ego, you are not in your highest alignment. So to be in that highest alignment, in that reverence, in that wholehearted, soulful love, that that detached love, that, that compassion, that respect for one another. You got to let go of your ego and, and being in that high vibrational state will make your light more effective. And this is a real question for you. Who are you to withhold your light? If you had the opportunity to give water to people in front of you and you had the opportunity to put vitamins and minerals and you know love and healing into it or you had the opportunity to maybe put some some vitamins and minerals into it but then also poison into the water what would you choose would you knowingly choose to poison the water. Yeah, there might be still love and healing and minerals in it. Because it your, your work's not bad. It's not wrong. But you're, you're also bringing poison into it. Would you choose to knowingly poison people? When you are bringing your ego to the front, when you're bringing your judgment, your anger, your hatred, your shame... You are poisoning the water. So it is going to make it that much harder for people to grow. They will still grow, but it will be harder. And those lessons will likely be harder. Those challenges will likely be harder. So what are you going to choose? Are you going to choose to show up in your highest integrity? Or are you going to choose to show up in your ego? You are powerful and you don't need to make anyone change in order for your light to affect the world. 
if you share your light in the world and you are unattached to how many people are affected by it and the specific way in which they are affected by it, you will allow your light to shine further and more potently than ever before. Your light has power and you can share it. And you get to be very, very intentional with what that's going to look like. So I'm going to leave that here for today. Be in your highest alignment. Be in your integrity. Don't beat yourself up for the mistakes that you have made or for the things that you didn't know. But rather take what you now know, what you now see, and move forward in alignment with your soul. Be willing to look at yourself and see where you can do better. Be willing to share your light without expectation, without having to force or change people. And be in integrity, which means no judging others, no shaming others, no putting others down so that you appear better or more knowledgeable. There will be truth in the fact that some people are more knowledgeable than others, that some people are sharing information that is maybe misaligned, that some people have nefarious agendas. Those unfortunately are truths. But your light and your integrity, you leading with that, will be more potent than trying to force change to call out or to, you know, prove that someone else is somehow wrong. Let your voice and your light shine so brightly and be so lovingly loud that people will listen and they will be able to take the information that resonates in their soul and then discern for themselves what is good and what is not. You hold all of the power. And it's okay for you to trust that power and it's okay for you to shine your light. It's also okay for you to make mistakes as you continue growing and you will grow until the day that you die. And then you will continue growing as a soul once you're back in spirit. And then you will continue growing throughout all of the other lifetimes. Growing never ceases. So give yourself a bit of a break. And let yourself be. Let yourself shine. And let the brilliance of your soul come through in all of the ways that it is meant to. All right. I love you. 
If you need any support or you are interested in booking a healing session or working with me one-on-one, please visit my website, AnastasiaBurtonCoctor. AnastasiaBurtonick.com. I have many different ways in which I can help you. I also do Akasha greetings and I will see you on the next episode.